What's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast Beautiful You. I am your host Avantika. This episode is being recorded at 1 a.m. and this is honestly one of the most candid episodes that I've ever done so far. And I'm so excited. This is all about my trip to France that I took in 2022. You all got some questions for me and I am here to answer them. I have been wanting to record this episode for quite some time now and it's it's literally about time that I do it. Before we dive into that, I just wanted to say massive thank you for all the support that I've been getting so far. And thank you for listening to the previous episodes and thank you for your feedback. It genuinely helps a lot. It means a lot to me that you take time out to listen to my episodes. So, yeah, thank you. It's so much. Like literally every single comment that I get, every feedback that I get, every increase in the follower list, like everything counts. Everything matters and it just helps me keep going. So, thank you so much. diving into today's episode this is all about france and i'm so excited to talk about it this is like my third time recording the episode because i would just get so lost into just ranting about everything because there's so much to talk about it so yeah you guys gave me some questions so i'll be starting the episode with answering those questions and then if i have anything more to add then i'll just do it because like i said this is like one of the most candid episodes that i'm recording to be honest and it's 1 a.m. and i'm kind of tired but also so excited to talk about it basically in 2022 uh, from like the end of june to the start of august for about 37 days i was in france uh, just keep in mind that this is my first ever international trip and also my first ever solo trip and i don't speak french and i'm 19 so all of that taking in consideration it's hard right like and i'm a woman so it's hard being a solo female traveler at 19 who don't speak the language of the country that you're traveling in right so it, it, the, the honestly the trip is like crazy i had such crazy experiences it was so fun bad days and good days both but overall amazing anyways what i did was in the trip uh, so the main reason for me going to the um, country like going to france was because i was volunteering as an english assistant and i lived with a french family for about 4 weeks they were located down in south um there's a city called toulouse they were living in a countryside like a smaller um town called lesquer the albigeois and yeah so i visited some cities uh, named toulouse carcassonne montpellier bordeaux paris albi and um yeah those basically and honestly i feel like if i were to go again i would be visiting many more places and not just like main cities but also like the smaller ones you know But yeah, the French family that I lived with, they were freaking amazing. We are still in contact and we just get closer every day, I'm not going to lie. We still talk and we still like catch up and every time we are, we are like on a video call or something, it lasts for an hour and we are like catching up about everything. And it is so nice. And the way that they treated me, they literally treated me like they're like another daughter and they would call me like their Indian daughter and it was so nice honestly. So I generally feel like I have a second family there. Like that family is my second family. Like there are two people and then two daughters so it's just it was amazing diving into the questions that you all gave me because if i don't do that i'm genuinely just going to like talk about it in tangents so i'm just going to dive into the questions now okay so the first question is how did you volunteer i volunteered through an organization called alior a l i o r e um they have a lot of programs in europe and i think also in south america or something and 
they have like certain programs for you know working volunteering as an english assistant for some working as like maids um it's a very common concept in europe to have people come over and stay at your place and also like babysit kids and all that stuff so there is that you could also work as someone who teaches uh, different cuisines and such so yeah there are like a lot of volunteering programs that you could find i did it through alior but to be very honest with you i don't think i would be recommending that organization to other people because the thing is they had told me first of all that there was no way that i was able to get on a call with them so there was no contact via calls it was always via the email however the uh, host family was able to like get on a call with them and such the second one was that i was told by um the organization that they have this procedure where they go to the place of the host like whoever the person is hosting they go to their place they check the places and everything they talk with the family like closely they make sure that it's a safe place it's a it's a good enough place and everything but then when i went to the um place like when i went to the french family's place the french family told me that no one had come over at their house they were only required to send pictures now that is not so um safe because people could so easily just send in like fake photos right so yeah that was like a major red flag for me honestly and i think i got really lucky with it i was able to find like two three people who were volunteering in other parts of france i was like the only volunteer here so i wasn't really i i wasn't able to like meet up with any other volunteers so it was like literally like my own thing that i was doing yeah so i think i got lucky because there was one volunteer in east of france and he did mention that he didn't necessarily like the um environment that he was in like he didn't necessarily like the family that he was living with so all that stuff so it's like you do come across um certain issues anyways my point is there are a lot of other organizations that i would trust like isec it's spelled as a i s e c the reason why i didn't choose isec was because it didn't have the program that i wanted in the country that i wanted so there's that and also like with the cost and everything so Yeah there are also like other organizations which provide volunteering opportunities as well there's this thing called world packers there's this thing called uh, workaways i am pretty sure i'm forgetting some more but there are a lot of things that you could find i did it through alior but i wouldn't really recommend it or would i wouldn't really be doing another program through them one of the reasons why i chose them was because it was one of the cheapest ones that i was able to find and for like a for like 4 weeks right and then also in the country that i felt attracted to which is france so i was like yeah let's give this a shot um but yeah anyways i was able to video call the french family for a few times and stuff and they were like they were angels i love them so yeah my experience was like good overall but regarding the organization i wouldn't trust it again the second question is want to know about volunteering and expense so honestly the expense for different volunteering programs literally depends i found some which is like which was like 30000 40000 a week i found some which was like 40000 for uh, four weeks stuff like that so it really depends i found some which is like 1 lakh which is 100000 um rupees for a month or something so it was it's really varied and the thing is unfortunately like there are a lot of organizations which ask you to pay for uh pay for pay for the volunteering programs and such there are certain things like like i'd mentioned before um world packers and workaways where you essentially work a bit in exchange for um accommodation and food so 
let's say you're working for social media or marketing uh, for a hostel or you're working at the reception and in exchange for your work for like a few hours of work you would be able to stay at their place like they would give you a room and food and everything so that's covered that's a really good way of um, budget traveling and you also like get to meet a lot of travelers a lot of people that way or sometimes people work in farms and in exchange for that they get a room to stay they get food and everything so that's like a really good way of going about it about my expense the complete like the total expense for the whole 37 days was about 1.65 lakhs so that that's like 16500000 rupees which is for 37 days is not that bad because this is including my um flight ticket like return flight ticket visas um the cost for volunteering program and even this even includes anything as small as getting a water bottle or just spending like a euro for anything you know so this is like including everything this is that so yeah i used a lot of other stuff which helped me saved a lot of money you will know about it as the episode goes on but yeah um i hope that helps uh if you want to talk about it please let me know like you know hit me up i would love to help you out with any information that i have and yeah um that that sounds really exciting the person also like uh, akhtar uh, jasmine the girl who asked the question you also mentioned that you would be having your first international solo trip at 42 that is crazy that is amazing go for it and more power to you honestly it, like solo traveling it's not easy and at any age so if you're doing it more power to you i hope you have an amazing time and yeah keep me updated The next question is about safety and how did you make sure you were safe. Okay, so the thing is, what I realized is you can never be too sure. You can never be completely sure that you're safe. Nothing is ever completely safe, right? So you have to listen to your gut feeling. You have to be in in tune with yourself. You have to make sure that you put yourself first. Because oh my god, the amount of times I was in not so safe situations, it was crazy. Now that I look back upon it, they just make up to be like good stories like not good stories but just like funny stories but not also like not so funny because they were in like I was in very unsafe situations in Paris I had this incident I was um out with some of my friends and we were like at 3:30 in the morning we were going out and we were coming home actually and I was in this bus and um I was with my host at that time like I was with a friend and this guy he was clearly very drunk he starts swearing at me in french and he starts like yelling at me in french and i don't know french so i have no idea what he's saying um but i'm like shit scared because it's like 3:30 and no one is doing anything about it and it's like what is happening right um it is scary and he's like i'm just like about to like it feels like he's about to attack me or in my friend and we are like which is really scared um but then eventually like i had like a can of soda or something on my hand and i think he just wanted that so i gave it to him and he, he like got off on the next um stop so that was nice but it was so scary the entire time that he was just yelling there was this one time um in again in paris where <laughs> where this um dude uh i was just walking around um and this dude asked me for directions and i was like i was giving him directions and maybe like because of my accent and my skin color he's like oh are you indian i'm like yeah and turns out he's bangladeshi so we like catch up and we're like talking and stuff and he's like what is doing here and stuff and I'm, like me obviously i'm also like making conversation with him and then eventually when we are like parting ways he's like do you want to like go go out for like drinks or something or do, like do you want to just talk or just go out and i'm like oh i'm just i'm really tired and stuff and i tell him that it's late and everything so we're just like parting ways and he tries to make a move on me and he tries to like kiss me and it was kind of scary because it was like 
he's a man i don't speak french even if i'm yelling in english i don't know if there, and there are not, not a lot of people around right um it was kind of like an isolated area because like it, it was getting late it was around like i think um 11 pm or 12 am at this point so not a lot of people were around and I'm, i was i was kind of scared this is not um a situation that i would want to be in and he very well knew like i obviously i look young so you know that oh the person is like young right and the person is like solo traveling or is like alone at this point so yeah stuff like that um there was this time the same night actually i got lost i mean oh my god then a number of time i have gotten lost in cities while traveling because i don't understand what the heck the directions are talking about it is crazy um another time i had this this is the same night that the whole bangladeshi like the incident with the bangladeshi man happened right uh, <laughs> um i'm trying to get home the place that i was staying at it was a little far from the main city and i was in the main city so i was like roaming that day um you know going around places in paris and um i am waiting for the bus and the thing is transportation at night is really bad and i didn't know that it was that bad and i'm waiting for like 2 hours for the bus and everything um is getting like it's getting way darker it's getting um i think it was around like 1 am or something there are not a lot of people around and the ones that are around they are under influence they are either super high or super drunk and it's really it feels really unsafe right because i don't know who to like contact or who to like call and stuff like that and it would be like very late in india so i wouldn't want to call my mom or my um, brother and worry them about it the thing is the same day that happened i had lost like i, I got a lot of my money stolen uh, near eiffel tower so i also had like no money um i tried to go to the atm machine i couldn't get the money out for some reason so i had like no cash um my uber app wasn't working at that time so i couldn't even and they don't have google pay and all that stuff so <laughs> so my uber isn't working i don't have cash with me it's about like 1 am in the morning I have nowhere to go. The place that I'm staying at it's very 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 far from the main city. So I have like no idea what to do. I'm getting very scared. I'm like and everyone around is just either high or drunk and it's just it's scary. It's scary man. And yeah, luckily um there were some indie Italian girls who were also uh traveling and I told them my situation and they were they were like kind enough to um take me to their place in the Uber and they booked booked an Uber and then I got home and stuff. So that was very kind of them to do that but if it wasn't for them I genuinely do not know what I would have done that night I was so scared it was, uh, it was the scariest night I had in during the whole trip anyways my point is you never really know that you're completely safe so you have to make sure of the surroundings you have to check with other people you have to um see who you can uh, contact and all that so i was like whenever i was like traveling to other cities my french family always knew where i was so if i needed any help or something i would always like like you know they knew my locations they knew what i was doing they knew um everything and i was also like staying i was using couchsurfing at that time in france i'll talk about couchsurfing in a bit but yeah so basically the way that i would make sure is that i don't go into isolated areas i have my phone on charge all the time like fully charged and stuff and be mindful of your areas trust your body trust your gut trust what however you're feeling make sure that someone knows where you are and you have someone that you could call someone you could talk to so yeah it's like things like that that i did to make sure that i was safe 
वन ऑफ माई फ्रेंड्स आस्क मी वॉट वॉज योर सोल मोटिवेशन बिहाइंड दिस ट्रिप सो ऑनेस्टली वन ऑफ द सोल मोटिवेशन वॉज जस्ट ट्रैवलिंग आई जस्ट वॉन्टेड टू एक्सप्लोर आई वॉज गेटिंग वेरी फ्रस्ट्रेटेड बिकॉज ऑफ कोविड एंड एवरीथिंग एंड आई वॉज लाइक आई नीड टू लाइक ट्रैवल यू नो दिस इज अबाउट टाइम यूनिवर्सिटी इज हार्ड एंड दिस इज लाइक द वेकेशन इज लाइक द ओनली टाइम आई वुड बी एबल टू ट्रैवल I also wanted to explore. I wanted to know more about the world, and I was—I don't know—for some for some reason, I was very adamant on traveling abroad because I wanted to see that world. Like I wanted, I was like, I'm 19, man. I need to step out of my comfort zone, and also one of the reasons was just stepping out of my comfort zone. I wanted to explore, meet new people, see how the world is like, and yeah, it's like it's a bunch of a bunch of lot of things. Honestly, I just wanted to learn and grow. and i did oh my god i did grow so that was like the main like there were a lot of reasons i don't have like one particular uh reason for the behind the trip but there were like just a lot of things i needed change you know and i knew that if i was traveling like alone if i was solo traveling that would be like a major change for me so i just i needed change and i needed to get out of my comfort zone and i just needed to do something which would require a lot of strength and courage um from my end another question that i got was how did you come across the concept of couchsurfing okay so i was couchsurfing in paris and bordeaux and the way that i came across it basically couchsurfing is like a hospitality exchange between people so you can host people to stay at your place and as a guest you can you know stay at like different places it's for short term home stays sort of like that it helps a big deal with cultural exchange it helps with meeting new people uh, who are interested in travel and everything so it's like a great way to uh, also cut down on accommodation cost a great way to meet the locals who are staying there and it's also a really good way to just uh, just to interact and connect with people from the travel community I came across couchsurfing when I was literally just like looking for volunteering programs and everything so I was just like doing my research and then I came across it and I like prior to this trip like prior to the planning of this trip I had already known what couchsurfing was a while back and yeah so I was like oh if I'm going to France like I'm definitely couchsurfing in Europe because it will help me um save on my accommodation a lot but and also like obviously help me you know meet new people and everything so they have these events um on couchsurfing or you can like meet a lot of people through couchsurfing like just travelers that want to just hang out with you so i was i met a lot of travelers through that we would just you know meet up at a place and then like for example in toulouse we would just a bunch of travelers uh, from the app we would just like meet up we just you know be like hey and we'll just introduce each other and everything and we're just like vibing and then visiting the city together stuff like that so that's actually a really good way of meeting new people and travelers so yeah i was scout surfing um throughout the trip and in, in bordeaux and paris i stayed with um like host from couchsurfing in bordeaux my first ever host i think he was around like 32 or 33 year old man he was from senegal which is a country in africa and he was such a sweetheart he was such a nice person so hospitable he was so kind he made um, lunch for me one time and we're just like talking he has like craziest travel stories honestly and it was so interesting to just hear about it and connect with him um the host that i had in paris She is like the best person ever I'm not even going to lie. She and I we connected at so many different levels. The first night like I think I went to her place I reached her place at around 11 p.m. and we just talked for like 
three hours or something like straight up and we had to then remind ourselves that yo <laughs> i had a long travel and she was also tired she had a busy day so we need to call it a night and we'll just talk afterwards i was essentially initially going to stay with her for two nights ended up staying at her place for four so in paris i was there for like five days it was amazing so yeah like all the people that i met um the very like the cool interesting people that i met um were from couchsurfing honestly uh so yeah how did i come across it just honestly just doing research i just stumbled upon it one day and then i looked into it more and then i was like oh this is cool that's honestly it <laughs> i have a bunch of friends from one of my really good friends leah she just spammed me with a lot of questions and it was amazing um i met her through like a party that i was at so we were at this french family had this family friend and we went to their place and she was like the daughter of the host and oh man we just clicked and we just vibed so well you know and we uh, she then invited me to uh, visit toulouse with a couple of her friends no with one of her friends and we were just like hanging around in toulouse the entire day and it was amazing she took me to so many places and it was a really good day it was one of my favorite days in france <laughs> Uh thank you Leah if you're listening to this I love you you're doing some such cool things and I'm so proud of you okay so how did you feel so far from your country honestly I loved it I'm not even going to lie not because it's like far from the country but it's just that because I'm in a different place so I loved every bit of it like initially obviously it was a little difficult because you know I'm away from my family I'm away, like I do not know anyone here so it was a little intimidating and um I was like a little anxious and a little nervous uh but as soon as I started to open up to the French family and as soon as I started to meeting meeting new people and everything I felt so loved and connected and seen and heard and it was just the best time ever those 37 days nothing beats that I'm not even like I had the best time there. So it was amazing, honestly. Next question is was it difficult to understand the different type of culture? Honestly, a little bit. I was very intrigued, but I also knew that, you know, this is Europe. Um so of course, and I live in India. So obviously, people from over there are going to be very different than people in India. One of the main and the good things that I saw, like the difference was in France my french mom and dad they were so progressive and uh, liberal and all that and people over there or at least the ones that i uh, came across they were listening to respond and not to react and they were willing to give you the space to talk about your things as well because growing up in india in the indian society you don't always get to express your opinions um it's often like brushed off saying that oh you're too young to like know what you're talking about and all that and i didn't experience that at all in france i had people treat me like an adult like i am an adult but they they were treating me like a proper adult as you should rather than in india so and also like just the culture is so different over there people are so inclined to preserve their own country um like the country's culture and heritage I have noticed that a lot of French people just refuse to learn English because they are like yeah no um they would rather stick to speaking French and they don't want to like just learn English at all because they don't find the meaning or just the importance of it and yeah it's like stuff like cleanliness and how passionate people are about the climate and global warming and people are taking active step towards it and that is amazing you know so honestly i wouldn't say it was difficult to understand but it was really interesting 
and it took me a while to get used to it but like i already knew that this would be very different so in a way i didn't really keep any expectations in my head i was like you know what let it surprise me i'll go as it comes stuff like that so yeah did it make you want to learn french another question that she asked of course oh my god i so badly want to learn french i stopped a while back because i had so many things on my plate and i was like i can't do this right now but i do at some point i do see myself learning french and spanish those are like two languages that i want to learn french is so amazing <laughs> you know but oh my god the grammar is so hard when i was learning it initially before the trip and like also like throughout the trip i realized that the that the grammar is genuinely really 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 difficult like people don't talk about it as often you know so i have been told by a lot of uh, people that i should start with learning spanish and then move on to french it would be much more easier for me what was your favorite place and favorite thing that you learned oh that's such a good question okay i have given this a lot of thought like my favorite place and i don't want to be diplomatic but i genuinely cannot pick one because every single city that i've been to has been very special in its own terms i would say if i were to say tulus it's because i've been to tulus so many times that i know the place now so if i were to visit it again it would be like i would just know the place around you know um if i were to say montpoli i would say because of the beaches uh <laughs> in montpoli it's the beaches and also like the architecture that's just amazing and if i were to say bordeaux i don't think i would say bordeaux it's just like a cool place and like a student hub so that's nice and if i were to say paris it's because it reminded me a lot more about mumbai like the hustle culture the hustle bustle and everything it's so crowded you know and like i really admire uh, how they have developed like the transport system there so i would say it reminded me of home and i love hustling and all that but like the other places were so quiet and just not my scene like they they are good for like a vacation but i wouldn't see myself in that you know i like working and i like being in um a place that values working and everything so it's like i like hustling so it's like an environment that i see myself in um for a good amount of time so i would say paris for those reasons it's like i would have different reasons for everything i really cannot pick a favorite place because i also think i haven't traveled enough in france to pick a favorite place so i don't think i have one honestly and i'm so sorry because i'm sure you're like expecting like a place and what's the favorite thing that you learned so uh, i will say like the favorite thing that i learned about myself and then also like a favorite thing that i learned about just in general the favorite thing that i learned about myself out of like i learned a lot so if i were to pick a favorite it's honestly i think it has to be the fact that i know now that i can do anything i put my mind to you know this was one of the most hardest things that i've ever done and i did it and with so much fun so much grace and everything so it's just that the fact that i can do anything that i put my mind to like the amount of confidence and the self esteem that rose and just yeah I have gotten to be a very confident person because I'm like if I can do that at 19 I can do anything you know and the favorite thing that I just learned about people and just in general is that everyone just wants to be heard and seen and the fundamentals of humans and like human values and their behaviors and the reasons for it they are so similar you know they are like they they are generally the same everyone wants to feel loved everyone wants to feel like they belong there are certain bases that which are so fundamental to like every single person no matter where you live 
literally which part of the country you live or which part of the world you live or where you're born and everything so it's just that that everyone just wants to be heard and wants to feel seen and i think that's beautiful next question is was it hard to be alone honestly yes one of the hardest things that i've ever done it was extremely hard to be alone because i had to take care of everything by myself and one of the things that i did like sort of like mistakes that i made in traveling was that i had like two big suitcases which is the first rule that never <laughs> never solo travel with two suitcases i had two suitcases and one backpack which is like a lot of stuff to carry and i realized like one of those things where it's like if i want to ask for directions if i want to go anywhere right anywhere i need to carry everything with me because i'm solo traveling i'm alone i can't trust other people what if my luggage gets stolen or whatever so it's like i need to take every single thing that belongs to me like with me which was so difficult you know and a lot of times it was so difficult to just communicate with people and i just wish that they would know english or i would know french or i would have someone to help me communicate because it was just generally sometimes so difficult to just get your point across obviously i would be using google translate but it's not the same you know and what is another thing i'm thinking which was difficult it's just planning the whole thing on your own and going through everything on your own it's just it's hard so it was hard to be alone in the initial few days it was also like difficult for me to like open up to the family because obviously this is the first time that you were living with a family right so with the french family eventually we got closer and we talked more and we wanted more so that's amazing but yeah it was like i did have my moments where uh, the whole trip like throughout the trip i would have moments where it was just hard to be alone because sometimes i would just want to not worry about 17 th- things at the same time if i i'm just like going out i just want to have a good time but i can't just do that i need to take care of a lot of things while i'm traveling and just make sure that i'm safe so that another question that she asked is do you think you had the good age to do it because lots of people travel around like travel more around 22 or 24 i'm not lying i've never met a single person who was 19 throughout the trip i think i have i would have met around like 35 to 40 people easily right and none of those people like not a single person was like 19 or 20 or 21 the youngest person that i met was like 22 i think and the oldest person that i met was around 40 41 and that's crazy I didn't meet anyone so I would have this moments where people would be like they would obviously they would see that I'm 19 because we would meet through couch surfing and you have that age mentioned there and everyone would be surprised that oh you're actually really 19 and then we would meet up and they would ask me are you sure you're 19 I had this guy ask me are you sure you're 19 of course I'm sure I'm 19 he just couldn't believe it that I'm 19 but yeah <laughs> it was fun um but do I think that it was the good age to do it I I would say for me personally yes because i did it at the stage where i think i needed to i i generally think that everything happens for a reason and everything happens at the age that it's meant to happen so i think that me going out um at 19 was like was terrifying of course and i was like a little i i am still very young to do a lot of things like there but i got a lot of exposure at a very young age and it opened up my minds to so many different things and just it opened my mind to the possibilities of how people like live their life it made me realize that the world is really not black and white when it comes to even like career right i'm like learning unlearning the whole black and white thinking and learning uh the gray thinking 
more but it made me realize that there are so many people who do do so many cool things like i met so many ambitious people who met who do extremely cool things in their lives and i'm like oh that's a way that you can live too like i met a lot of people who are living like van lives you know who sold everything that they have and they're just like traveling in a van and we hear about those stories in like movies and um books and all that but i don't we don't come across it in person but there are people who perceive uh traveling full time there are people who have like three businesses going on and it's just that's that's crazy to me you know we, i met people who are doing phd at the age of like 21 and all that that's that's crazy but yeah i think it was good for me traveling at a young age and also i think that the reason why a lot of people travel um at like 22 and 24 is because they're funding their own travel my mom had funded my travel this time so i was like lucky enough um that i had like my mom do it for me so yeah th- that's why i think i was able to like do it but yeah honestly i don't regret anything so another question she asked was france your first choice what was the hardest thing you had to deal with there man these are such good questions so no france wasn't my first choice it wasn't about france being a first choice or not I, it's just that i just wanted to be in europe that's it and at that time the whole war thing was going on so i had to avoid eastern europe so i was like i'm okay with you know going to uk france spain uh, spain is like my dream destination by the way like that's like a dream country that i want to visit so i was okay with france um you know uk and like spain or italy or greece like i was okay with uh, a lot of countries so it wasn't that france was like my first choice but i did find the program there i think the program was also in spain but i was like okay no but i want to go to france so yeah i'm so glad that i went there though what was the hardest thing that i had to deal there okay that's such a good question i would honestly say the language barrier if only that wasn't the case might i think my trip would have been much more easier but it's just like the cultural differences and just the difference in countries and how it functions and language barrier that was like the hardest thing that i had to deal with because so much would get lost in translation you know there was this one time that i had to uh the first time that i was in toulouse uh it was because i had to take a train from toulouse to albi and at that time i had already traveled so my travel was from mumbai to delhi then i had a layover there then delhi to paris then i had to wait for like i think like 6 7 8 hours and then i had a bus for i think i don't know 10 12 hours and then I went to Toulouse and from Toulouse I had to take a train to Albi and then the families were was going to pick me up at Albi. So the mind I traveled for was for like 39 hours. I'm jet lagged. I I'm struggling because I barely slept and I'm in Toulouse and I have to like figure out how to get to Albi and I have no freaking clue because everything is so different and people are just like so overwhelmingly different there and everyone is speaking in different languages, everything but English, right? And I don't know how to function. And I have two suitcases with me with a backpack. It's a lot man. It's a freaking lot. And if only I knew what French was, it would have been so much better because I was struggling really hard to find the platform and the train that I had to board. If it wasn't for the kind janitor who helped me out, like I I don't know what what I would have done. I I guarantee that I would have had a breakdown then. Even when like I was traveling for the first time in in a bus from Paris to Toulouse, I had no clue what was going on. Um the like we would take stops and the uh, driver or like the conductor or whatever the person would like say say some certain like give some certain instructions in french 
and everyone would like know about it and they would just go their own ways and take a break and i'm like i have no freaking clue what if they leave and i'm just hanging out somewhere it's like i don't know man language barrier was like a was was the hardest thing that i dealt with one of the people said how do i volunteer um like i had said before you know there are a lot of organizations on us that will help you with it um alior isec world packers uh workaways so many other organizations that i'm not i'm not able to recall the names right now but there are just go look up like if you have a country in mind or if you have like the profession or the field that you want to volunteer in in mind just look it up like volunteering in europe or volunteering in india and you'll just find places like that The next person Annie said that you are so brave and young thank you where do you find international opportunities google literally that's it like i have just been googling and doing like mad research i think i had been searching for the right one like the right internship for me or like a volunteering program for me for about like 3 4 months and after meticulous hard work i finally found the one that i went for So yeah, it's where do you find it? Literally Google, doing your research. Honestly, next question that Annie asked was, um, did you encounter any difficulties before your travel, like family objections, itinerary? So with my itinerary, it was a little frustrating to decide because this is my first time uh, planning an international trip ever, right? So it was a little frustrating because I had to figure out like take taking a lot of things in mind, like all the logistics and the finances and everything. So. It was a little difficult but you know it's part of the part of the process so it's fine and family objections sort of i made not not everyone wanted me to go um but it's cool like my mom was amazing like like my mom was like yeah i think she's able to like travel and everything so my mom um was okay with it as long as i find the right fit like the right program for me within the budget and everything so yeah it took me a few months to decide on it but eventually yeah everything was like smooth out so not everyone was like was on board with the travel though it was just my mom uh, who who didn't object as much i realized that the recording has been taking over like 30 minutes at this point so we are coming to an end of the episode i wanted to cover a bit of more of it but i think i'm going to do a part 2 where i talk about just the things i learned in france or um the things i'll never repeat i do have a very exciting guest coming up in the next few episodes i don't know exactly when that episode is going to be released but yeah we'll be talking about that so honestly this trip was amazing and i had a lot of my firsts like first solo trip first international trip first time couch surfing i also like tried bachata i like to took two classes for bachata uh, which is uh, a dance form so my first time doing bachata first time eating beef first time in a maserati first time going to a dance party like it was like a proper bachata dance party um first time being hit on <laughs> first time hugging a dog i'm not even going to lie it was amazing and my first kiss and my first date and everything so it was like first time being stood up and everything so i had like a lot of firsts If you want to know more about, you know, my well, first dates and everything, let me know if that is something that would be interested uh, that you would be interested in because I have like a lot of stories, man. So many freaking stories and they just like never end. It was a long trip. Before recording this episode, I was um feeling very nostalgic and I went through uh some of my like stories from back then, like Instagram stories which were uh 
which i had posted back then and oh my god it just brought up so many feelings and now i just feel so <laughs> nostalgic <laughs> but yeah and also like before recording my episode like before starting this episode i had called my french family as well and they're literally my french dad and french mom like i just yeah i just referred to them as that and like my french sisters and stuff so they're like they're amazing and yeah we were just like talking and i love them like if you're listening to this episode i hope you know that i love you so much thank you for an amazing time this trip wouldn't have been same without you guys so thank you karin cedric emma and juliet you made me feel like home i went there as a volunteer and i came back with a second family and that's on you you know that's on the amount of love and happiness and just the way that you've made me feel comfortable and belonged and a part of your family that was just incredible thank you for everything i realized that this is not one of the episodes that i usually put out like with a guest or just some we're talking about some intense mental health stuff this is more lighthearted but i've been wanting to talk about it for so long because that trip has been a major change um and a major thing that i did last year and i hope i was able to answer all of your questions and yeah let me know what else you would like to know about it if you're listening to this on spotify and if you enjoyed today's episode please make sure that you give the podcast a five star review because it helps me reach out to more people if you're listening to this on youtube please make sure that you hit the like button comment uh share with your friends and peers and do subscribe so you get a notification every single time i post my instagram and my email will be linked down below so feel free to reach out i would love to help you out in any way that i can and i would love to know what you think about the episode expect more french content <laughs> no not french content that was like a no not french content sorry if i were to do that that would just be a lot of work but expect more content regarding travel and just fran stories because i have a very exciting guest who's coming over soon on the podcast and i'm so excited to um record episodes with her thank you so much i'm so excited for our journey together and i hope you guys are doing good i'll see you in the next episode i love you bye